transactions to those with $100 million in turnover. Uh, are you applying the 40% rate to those who are making profits over $100 million or those who with turnover over $100 million? And just very quickly, talking of abject fact-checking exercises, you said in the speech that uh, wages growth wasn't going uh, particularly well. What's the current WPI? Well, <laughs> Google it, mate. I mean... This is cold. Don't be afraid. Deep Don't be scared. Rare. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Alba likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Good evening, listeners. Yes, it's a different voice. Oh my God, what's she doing talking already? Has she killed them? Did she finally just lock the bunker and not let them in? No. This is a little special episode of G'day Sausages with just uh, CJ Josh and... Butch Mouth Joy. Butch Mouth Joy. Um, we're going to call this one G'day Chipolatas because they're little yeah. sausages. I think that's the way to I do it. I think we could also call it a, uh, a Willabuster episode. A Willabuster. We can talk for as long as we want and he can't he stop us. He can't do anything about it. So good. Hope you're enjoying this. You're sweating right now, William. He is. He's in a cold sweat right now. Uh, this week is a special week. Okay, it's election week. It's the happiest time of every three years. Well, it's week one of For election build-up of. We're on day four. Day four at of week point one of, of recording. And week what are they? Six weeks. Oh God, it's forever. Luckily, luckily we'll, we'll be here all the way through crying with you. With you. We will be. We'll be catharding along with you. Uh, it's going to be even more important this time because there'll be, it'll be, let's just say, I think the word we're looking for is clusterfuck. Yes. And yes. Um, and I just want to point out before we go too far that the election, we're on day four. There's already been 127 deaths, COVID deaths during that period since the election was called. And that's just in Canberra? And, and no, that's around Australia. But I just feel like some things have slipped off the page that possibly shouldn't. Well, no, we had we had um, Adam Bant there doing his um, oh, Google it, so mate. So who cares about COVID anymore? No, honestly... I was watching that live, of course I was, because <laughs> I'm on leave and it was the National Press Club, so I was watching it live and I just stood and applauded. It was the best. Also... Do you really know how to have a holiday? I do. You I do. actually do, though. This is, is bringing me as, <laughs> this is bringing me joy. You've got no idea. It's actually bringing me joy. Um, what someone should have done on day one of the election campaign, one said Anthony Albanese... Would have been nice if he dropped that as an answer. Doesn't have the guts, and I don't understand why. If you're in a position where you're probably going to lose still, yeah, and and you're at least playing the underdog, if not actually the underdog, have a fucking crack. That's what yeah, drives me crazy. Have a fucking crack. Go out. Look seriously. Set the car on fire. Go over the cliff, burning. Like, yeah, go yeah, out, yeah. Thelma and Louise style. Or run up and say, "I'll fix it," and then pee on the car that's on fire, <laughs> and say, "Look, see," and I can solve problems too. <laughs> It just, just, just have a fucking go. They don't have any guts. I know, but it drives me crazy. But, and it's and it does remind me of of what happens in wars is where they fight the previous war. Yeah, they kind of go, okay, we worked out all the logistics and what equipment we needed for that one, so we've got all that ready for this time. And it's like, oh, someone shifted the goalposts. Tanks don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, so Albo's got the cavalry all lined up and he means literally horses. Yes, he does. And Morrison has fuck knows what, but it's better than horses. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I don't even know what he's got. It's just gross. Look, it's n- it's not a lot. He, he actually doesn't <laughs> have a lot, but it's it's just that he's he's still dictating the terms, and I cannot. For the life of me, work out. I do know, yep, he's Prime Minister, so he does get more of a call on this sort of stuff and he gets to call when it, when the election's actually going to be and all that kind of stuff. But that's done now. But that's done. And and really, from from the moment that the election is called, it should be even Stevens, off we go. So Albert needs to let the mongrel out. I mean, you hear the rumours and you hear the yeah. stories from his past. He's I got totally a bit of mongrel in his gonna, guts. Yeah. Let some out. Like, mm. honestly, you're not – you're. F- there's a slim possibility you'll win if you don't. There's much more likelihood you'll win if you do. Yeah. And 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 it's it's you're not going to make it worse. Like if you're already getting done for those stupid little gaffes, as we can talk about, like that. The, what was it? The wages, the unemployment rate. No, nah, that was I mean, a fucking garbage. Yeah, but the, oh, I mean, like, seriously, that was a dumb one. The, the, look, the unemployment rate I thought was a dumb one because it has been part of the rhetoric of the government for uh. so long now is that, yes, it's at 4% and it's going to go to a 3 in front of it, as they kept saying. Yeah, 34%. Not, not knowing that was dumb. I didn't know the cash rate. I thought the cash rate was 1% and it's 0.1, but... So what though? I so mean, what? again, he could fob that off. Like it was dumb that he wasn't prepared, he wasn't properly briefed, or he didn't have the notes. Yeah, like that was dumb, but it's not the end of the world. Mm. But it's it's so dumb that even Jonathan Livingston Howard stands up and says, "Who, so what? who gives a shit?" Mm. I mean, that that's what I, I find infuriating. Even when Howard goes, "I don't care about that." Yeah, like whatever. Yep. So what we need to do is keep talking about it in the media for a lot longer. Well, there is the the, the talk in the media because people are trying to go because we do follow because. The reporting on elections is a horse race. It's like who mm. won today, who mm. didn't win today, not what are the issues, were those brought up front and centre, did anyone explore them, um, and it gets too much dictated by the uh, political apparatchiks of both parties mm. um, running things. It, it does make it very, very difficult. But the the idea at the beginning of the campaign when Albo makes a mistake, now he had a perfect opportunity there which was – and he did try to do this, which mm. was, I made a mistake, but I owned up to it. I didn't shift the blame onto yes. somebody else, da-da-da-da-da. Good. That's a differentiator. Yes. Good. However, saying the word mistake, I watched I watched a presser this on day two, mm. and if he said mistake once, he said it 50 times in about three minutes. So mistake, that's, mistake, mistake, mistake. And are I'm you just saying like, that's too many? Well, I could. I could see the liberal ad being made before my eyes. Oh, yeah, mistake, 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 mistake. Yeah. Different camera angles, boom, boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, shut up. Well, okay, so they have one, it's not my job. But Exactly. I just, yeah, I agree. Look, uh, mistake, mistake, mistake. He should be better at it. I don't understand why he's not. I don't understand why he doesn't, like, yeah, get up and punch. I mean, Adam Bant is not what you call a big, punchy, scary guy. But he just started swinging straight away. He's like, fuck you, let's get on with it, you clown. That leads me to another position, which is let's talk about policies and issues. Yes. But no, Albert could have done that. He, look, he, he really could have, and I and I think it was a lost opportunity and it's even it's highlighted even more because Ban handled it so well. Um, it's going to be fine. 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 What have we got? Oh, look, there's so many things to talk about. Why Williams have we got style. such a long election campaign? Why is it six weeks? Uh, well, you know, the theory is that um, ScoMo reckons he can basically wear down Albo's lead or the Labor Party's lead, if, giving him time to hoist on their own petard. Yeah. But I gather tr- the trend is long over longer campaigns, governments tend to lose. 
or at mm. least they lose votes. Mm. Sometimes they hemorrhage votes. So unless they have a huge margin, that that's been the trend apparently from both sides of politics. So that's that that is on the voting scale or the polling scale because on la- the po- actual votes, like yeah. they lose votes, and that that's been the trend apparently quite consistently. If government, the longer the campaign, the more votes lost to governments to incumbents. Okay, that's very but interesting. But Bernard Keane made an interesting call, which I have to agree with. I often do, even, even though at times you know Bernard's yeah, Bernard. Yeah, it's a Bernard's Bernard. But he um he was saying, look, Scomo is doing the thing that the last few Liberal leaders have done, particularly Tony Abbott. He's playing it as if he's the guy in opposition yes so by playing it like he's the guy in opposition he confuses things it's mm-hmm. not like a traditional anymore so the longer time gives him more time the, the number of times he's um been complained at about something they've done and he's managed to somehow turn it into labor's fault i know is is extraordinary this is after this period it's eye-watering it is eye-watering <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah we'd like to a little shout out to the crikey editors if you could you know do a word search on eye-watering and delete it I, I haven't noticed i think that's that's poor will and his adhds but the um yeah the so the idea is in principle yes they'll probably chisel away at the lead but don't underestimate morrison and his uh, buddy's ability to fuck things up but well, there's a couple. Yeah, there are a yeah. couple. We'll get to those in a minute. But mm. what I found very interesting was on Sunday, uh, Saturday night, I think it was. Uh, yeah, Saturday night, Morrison released this uh, one minute was a what was a one twenty minute one sorry one minute twenty second ad of just him. I love Australia, and I love Australia because and it had little cutaway shots to the close up of his wedding ring. Was that him being filmed through the window? Through the of window, the office? like of the, the stalker video. Like it, yeah. Yeah, like some creepy kind of, yeah, stalk video. <laughs> atonement. It was Ark Atonement, that movie. Oh, such a good movie. Anyway. Is that the one with Sharon Stone? Nope. That I haven't seen. It. <laughs> um, and he, that's going to be his uh, pattern. I've, I've heard him say, I love this country and I love Australia and I love Australians uh-huh. quite a few times. Do you know what he ought to try next? Proving it. <laughs> no. So what he really means to say is I love some Australians. I, I like at the least ten of them. Wealthy ones and the ones I'm related to. True. And um, I'm I'm not so sure about the ones he's related to. Yeah. I think I think he loves them. It's a love of convenience. Yeah. I but know. it's but it's a great way to have a whole bunch of emotion and not a molecule of substance. Yeah, there is that. Because you can't impugn that. Oh no, no, but I love it so much. But this is what this is what the you know, the idiot cheating boyfriend, etc. After being busted, but I love you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. I've been terrible and abusive and everything else, but I love. But I you. love you. It's just I love. The reason I fight with you like this because I feel so much passion when I'm with you. <laughs> this is what Scomo's doing. We're, we're the abused spouse again. No, I, it's it's wrong. It's a thousand times wrong. So mm. we've got the election on May the twenty first. I've heard that. And we have the close of nominations aren't until Thursday the twenty first of April. Oh. So candidates can still be nominated up until that time. And it was very interesting because... So we're talking seven more days. Mm, what's yeah. the date? Yeah, seven more days. There's, wow. another, there's another week before the candidates are settled, which is very interesting because what we had mm. just before the election was called that... Remember that case went to the High Court? The High yeah. Court said, nah, nick off, go and mm. sort yourselves out. This is bullshit. Excellent. Yeah. But the... Um, so I went to the website's... Of the hand-picked candidates of said Scott Morrison, 
um, after he, you know, the election had been called, uh, and they still don't have websites. Okay, these people they? don't have websites. They it, on the uh, if you click through to where their names are, it just goes to the Liberal Party page, which and it doesn't even have their electorate listed on it. What I know, it's Look, so be, they're so far defense, behind the eight ball. The people they're trying to appeal to don't really. They don't really truck with this newfangled internet business anyway, you see. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, and look, it may be a big, big who cares, but if you're going to jump on elbow for, for stuffing up a number like that, then what is this indicative of? It just it, it, it just says to me that they're not really taking some seats very seriously or they're taking the electorate for granted, which is rude. It can be both. It can be. Definitely, oh, there's definitely chunks of that. I don't know if you want to go there yet, but my God, there's some chunks of not taking them seriously. No, go there. Or writing them off early. So, I mean, for me, that the classic this week, fuck, even today, the Warringah situation. <gasps> Another ha- captain's pick. Exactly. And and what I would argue before we even get to the details is I reckon they've gone, we're not going to win it anyway. Who cares? We're going to use it as a giant dog whistle for other crap. So this is the Zali's... Deggles. Darley Steggles. Darley Steggles. Starley Deggles. <laughs> Sounds like a kind of absurdist chicken. It does. What's her name? Catherine, I don't know if you, how you pronounce it. Deves? Deves? Deves, Deves, I think. So she's, what was she? She was handpicked by the captain. And every time we say handpicked, I just imagine with two fingers up his schnoz pulling out a boulder. Oh. Well, that's all I see. That Scott Morrison picking his nose, I think, is quite an apt image, actually. Yes. Um, so she's co-founder of Save Women's Sport Australasia. I did not know this. Save Women's Sport Australasia. I didn't have a chance to look it up, but I, I kind of feel like maybe that's not a very old institution. No. That's my suspicion. So um, there was a deleted website where she described the Wear It Purple Day, a day billed as celebrating diversity, mm-hmm. as a grooming tactic promoting extreme body modification. Because she has some issues with the trans ladies. She's not big on them. She also apparently suggested on a website that uh, had been removed, but the Guardian grabbed it before it died. Mm. And it, it, what did it say? A young boy could be asked or could ask to quote remove his penis after attending a respectful relationships workshop at school. Yeah. Now, look, we've all worried about that. Obviously, I, I mean, I know. she speaks for all of us when she, she does. says that. She does. I mean, I've got nephews. I worry about them whether they've kept their penis after they've been they to do. a class. Kids, as I understand it, young boys come home. Mo- nine out of ten young boys after a week at school come home and say, I, I think I want to get rid of this thing. Yeah. And um, I just – anyway, it gets worse. Just just before – you know, if, you, if you're getting ready to throw up. So um, on Wednesday, she apparently also deleted social media accounts in which she described trans children as, quote, surgically mutilated and sterilised. Look – So, you know, there's that. There's that. But also Warringah. Okay, so Warringah is the ex-Tony Abbott seat. Yep. Which, which Zali Stegel won, you know, pretty well. Yeah. Actually, so he got pants in a way he doesn't normally like. That's right. So there's, we're going to go with they are maybe fiscally conservative but socially progressive. Yes, and but I think that utterly encapsulates the heartland of that whole district. District and that, yeah. and that, and that. And look, I'm. I don't know. There might be a thriving, massive population of trans women. People, I don't know. There? There, I don't know. But why are they going for this? Like, I just don't understand it. 
well, I do understand it because it's really nasty. It's like we're just going to yeah. pack everything into that. We're going to make that our dog whistle seat. 100%. We're going to just signal all this stuff through there and be complete assholes yep. in that space to people who have already suffered through gay marriage, referendums and Christ yep. knows what else. That, that's my suspicion. I think this is just a way of they Spickable. can still get their pile on message and they've just got – it's a very strategic move. Mm. I mean, Scott even gets on. He says, uh, he says about her – we get to, oh, we get to one of my one of my trigger phrases in a tick. Scott says she's standing up for something really important, and that is to ensure that you know, when it comes to girls playing sport and women playing sport, and that they're playing against people of the same sex. And that's that's I know it's a sensitive issue, but that that's that's I, Scott. But then he goes on to say she's standing up for my hated phrase, common sense. I hate that. Oh, it's a fucking disgusting phrase. It's it's like an intellectually lazy, unreflexive, just dismissive. It, it is a terrible sense. thing. But also, I do remember one of my very early jobs. Uh, I was like the second job I ever had. I had this fabulous. I worked in this office full of fabulous, fabulous people who who set me up for life in the workspace. But also, mm. this one woman who just said to me one day. The trouble with common sense is it isn't common. Mm-hmm. And it was just so lovely and she was – she oh, God, she was a big lady. She was like she was like Margaret Whitlam-esque. Also 6'9". Definitely. No, she was definitely over six foot, which was very unusual in, back, back, then, back then. In them days. In those days and that. And she was a wonderful, wonderful woman and she was the most gentle person. And her telling me all these things when I was – a kid um, was great, but yes, the way that gets thrown away. Well, Corey Bernardi's newsletter is called like Common Sense. But you notice who who what kind of people use that phrase the most often? It's conservatives. It's it's lazy thinkers. It's but people it's also, who are against any change. But it's also it implies that everybody else thinks the same way as me, and I'm quite Absol- safe saying that. And that's really hundred percent ignorant. It, it it it's appalling, and it's a shutdown. Phrase too. It's like, well, it's just common sense, and that's not the end of your argument, mate. That's not even the beginning no, of an argument. It's not even the beginning of an yeah, argument. Yeah, it just it appalls me when they use it, and of course, it appalls me more coming out of a stupid fat face like his. True. No offense, Scott. But I mean, how many? How? Oh, I don't, look, I'm missing a big chunk of the news, and I feel like I watch a lot of news, but you don't need any more. How often? You can't is, see what I can see right now. You don't need more news right now. No, it's true. It's it's um. How often is this a problem or an issue or something that someone has to deal with? I just can't. It's like the common sense thing off. or the trans no, the trans women. women's sport thing. And it's also that patronising. Oh, you know, women should be able to play against them because you mean they're girls. You know, they run like girls. They you mean they're ball just, like girls. just girls. They're just girls. You know, kind of. It's all that kind of vibe in it as well. Is, yeah. it's, he's offending so many people yeah. when he talks like that. And we all know the solution. When there's change afoot, the solution is to just shut it down. Yeah. Just make it stop. Don't try and work out how it could work. Of course there will be teething problems. Yeah, there always Of is. course there will be. That doesn't mean you don't work it out and do it. Look, there's a lot of things in life that tackle – you know, in everyday life, like, okay, say the last couple of years, me, I've been working since I was 17. I only know that you go you need to- need a day off. I do. Um, I am tired. Um, I only know that you go to the workplace, okay? That's where mm-hmm. you go to do work. I have been challenged in the last couple of years of, well, you can work from home and you can actually be productive and you can do this and you can have staff that do that and it all works and all the rest of it. Yes. Really fundamentally a big thing, big part of my life. Um change okay yeah 
then you go, oh, I'm having a bit of difficulty dealing with this. Maybe I'll sit back and think about what that means to me, da-da-da-da, and move on. No. 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 We have to bring in laws yes. that actually vilify yes, people. Yes, we must make it stop. And you know why we have to make it stop? It's common sense. No, it makes me spew. It's it's just so fucking lazy. It's it's up there in in the the classic also the shutdown of. Well, I'm offended by that, and you're like, cool, oh cool, my god. cool, cool. Oh my god! Let's talk it through a bit further. Then, no, I'm offended. That's the end of your argument. It's, like, it's not. Not. It's not. Not you, even the beginning of yours. Yeah, this is no different. Yeah. Well, it's different, but it's the same. Yeah. It's going to be okay though. I just hate that uh, we we don't even have dog whistling anymore. No, it's, no, we a, have dog shrieking. Just, In fact, yeah, there's no subtlety. There's no subtlety anymore. None. It's just like, oh, it's okay. We've got your back. All you, all you worried, 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 you know, crazy conservatives. Wait, look, you could argue, this is not going to be easy for me, but I'm going to give it a go because Will's not here and, you know, he likes to be Mr. Balance. Yeah. For, for, for this podcast. Yeah. Um, it is pretty damn clever of them, given their despicable agenda, to go, you know what, fuck it, it's gone. We're going to pour it all into this spot. I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're you, trying to you do. You think they're going to pour everything into Warringah because they're going, we're not going to win it anyway? Well, they'll pour, like this one at least, this issue, this wedge, whatever you want to call it, they pour that one into Warringah because fuck it. Okay, I'm just going to go wedge is a D2. If you're playing at home yes. on your Kadilka yep, bingo card, D2, wedge. Okay, continue. You're welcome, people, playing at home. So I, I think in, in one sense, uh, this hurts. Well, well done. Oh, what? Because they so they showed some. Mm. Mm. I tried. It wasn't easy. No. I tried. I oh, tried. Look, I get stra- look. I'm a big one for strategy, and I, I get all that playing stuff. But mm. there's too many people. They're actual people. They're people's lives, yes. and you don't mess with that. It's a good point. And normally, uh, they are the party that cares about that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, God. I, I do enjoy, if I may, carrying on from the independence thing when yes, um, please when um. What this whole independence issue needs, and I think this is very important, is yes. Alexander Downawang. <gasps> I mean, that's that's where it's important. When you, when you get that, what is it, the grand old statesman of the Liberal Party. Oh, my goodness. So Alex gets his commentary in the AFR, of course. Yeah. And Mr. The, Fishnet Stockings. Let's I know, I know. Yeah, just, keep going. Just, uh, so I'm just going to do the quote. Mm-hmm. The one thing you can be 100% sure of is that none of these independents, if they get elected will be anything more but ephemeral holders of seats that could otherwise produce great leaders. <gasps> oh, he goes on. He's only just warming up. Mm-hmm. Take Josh Frydenberg in Kuyong and Dave Sharma in Wentworth. <laughs> I'll take him. Yeah, send him the, over. These are people who could become truly great men. No, they're, no, they're no, not. I think no they've Alex. had their time and I think they missed their boat. Fuck. But, he goes on, if the independents defeat them, those independents will be totally forgotten in 10 years' time. I mean, look, Alex said it, so it's got to be true because he's he's one, you know, old school deep. Well, he deep. he did run. He um, basically ran and was very upfront in the election in Mayo last federal election. Mm. His daughter was running, Georgina Downer. Uh, How'd she do? No, well, we've still got Rebecca Sharkey in uh, Mayo. Coincidence. That aside, the the thing that's really interesting, and they're being called the teal candidate. Yeah, um, is that they are. I think 90% women, 95% women. Yeah, well, teal is a lady's colour, so no. that's, that's the point you're making. Well, the thing is that they it's very hard. If, you, if you're doing a political campaign and you're trying to pick a colour for your stuff, it's really <laughs> quite difficult. And I've 
done this and it's hard. Um, and it's it's sort of like they they are traditionally uh, again that fiscally conservative yeah. but socially progressive. So yeah. they want a bit of the blue in there. Mm. Um, they're not going to go. So you, they don't want pink because that's that's um, that's a kind of like associated with gay rights and things like that. They don't yeah. want purple because that's owned by the women's movement. They don't want to use um, you know d- d- just a variety of colours and things that you just go no that's already owned by somebody else. So they've come up with teal. And I, I, <laughs> I just find it really funny. But those those two seats that he's just named, Waringa, we've talked about. Um, Wentworth was Wentworth was the one where we had um, Karen Phelps for a moment. Yeah. Then we've got Dave Sharma. Yeah. Now hasn't he turned out to be a champ? He's been great. Handing out flowers on Ladies' Day, wasn't on it? Ladies on, Day. on on International Women's Day. Here's a flower. I appreciate you. Yep. You can use this. It's pretty. Yep. Yep. So but, there's. But that. Alex has brought up important things too. I mean, let's not forget the point he's making without saying it is, you know, really important. He says great leaders to his credit. He managed to not say great men. He did. I'm, I'm very impressed, Alex. Well done, mate. You've come a long way. Um, but that's what he's saying, isn't he? Well, it does feel like that, yes. Yeah. Getting in the way of great men. Well, getting in the way of what they were destined to do and how dare you even try to challenge mm. that. Because these these were the seats where people were anointed. Yes, they were. And we've still got like Kuyong. Uh, Benelong. Ben uh, yeah. Well, J.A.'s stepping down. Yeah, no, he's he's stepping down, but that, um, that won't change, I don't mean. Well, I told you I take responsibility for him because I elbowed him in the head at a dinner at Parliament House. So <laughs> sure. I figure if he did anything right, it's because I rattled past the um. The but dumb it'd bits. be really nice. I mean, do you, like Maxine McHugh, mm. um, oh, yeah. Labor. I mean, she beat John Howard. Like, mm. but that got caught up in that wave, and it has it hasn't continued in in that fashion. Yeah. But you look at seats like Goldstein, mm. where um, Tim Wilson, Captain Freedom, is in, and you've got Zoe Daniel who's running, who was an ex foreign correspondent for the ABC mm. and the crowds that are at her f- gatherings They're, and the they got the passions they have the passions and the things and if they can convert those to votes because anyone can volunteer from any seat okay this is the whole thing that I have to yeah, keep reminding people yeah. is that you see all this sea of volunteers which is fantastic but they can come from anywhere in the country and yeah. go and volunteer yeah. you've got to turn every one of those into 10 votes before you even begin to ch- touch well, the sides. Have you told them that? Have you told them? No, I haven't. I Zoe, haven't. if you're listening. I am now. <laughs> I know you're listening, Zoe. Remember that. Uh, I think she's got a podcast too. Why not? Everybody but, uh, does. Yeah, well, almost everyone. But they, they, look, they, I, I, I've been saying this for a while and I still have hopes for this. I, I, I think it's possible Morrison loses. I don't know if it's likely. It's possible. But I don't think so, but anyway. My money's on the on – the, not my money. My hope is pinned on independence holding balance of power. I have played around with the seats this week. Like I said, I am on holidays and I am having I thought it looked different in this room. You're I right. Know. You I've moved all the chairs around. Mm, well done. Um, there are going to be more – I think the lib, the Libs will lose seats, but they won't lose them to Labor. Yeah, they won't lose them to people who won't necessarily vote for them or with them rather anyway. Well, maybe. I mean, the whole the, the, the trend is if there's kind of people who have got a balance of power and things tend to, before you had the Windsor-Oakshot um, situation, mm. tend to go with the party that has been in power because it's least least disruptive yep. to the yep. system. And, yep. that, and, that, and that kind of makes sense. Yep. Um, but we could end up with, okay, if Rebecca Shaki holds on to Mayo um, – 
Andrew Wilkie will hold on to Clark. Bob Catter will hang on to Kennedy. So mm-hmm. those three are set. Then you've got your other independents, Helen Hayes in Indy. Indi. She'll stay there probably. Can't see anyone coming for her. Um, where am I at? Uh, I'm doing this off the top of my head. It's pretty tricky. Oh, I'm impressed. Um, Zali Stegel. Yep. Okay, so you've got you've got her there. There's another one. But um, oh, and Adam Bant who, who in the Greens. Now I, I was going to say not quite an independent, but not yes. not an yep. independent, but you know not in in, in the major party. Yep. So you've got those those people there. I reckon they're going to get about another seven, and not all of them. So I reckon there'll be a couple. Probably another three Greens, a couple of independents, mm. a One Nation, a Palmer, because I do think that Craig Kelly may win um, yeah. Hughes. Yeah, he could get up. And Hunter, in Hunter, Joel Fitzgibbon, the ALP, um, not helpful, can, uh, you know, <laughs> is retiring. But last time, One Nation got like a huge percentage of the vote. Uh, first preferences there. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if that went to One Nation. So Fuck me, what a way to kill wine country. <laughs> it's just... I mean, come so on. So I think it's going to be messy, and that's, uh, but it's too soon to tell because, number one, like I said before, we've still got another week before candidates are finalised. ALP aren't running a lot of people in seats either at the moment. Yeah. We've got to see where it actually yeah, all yeah. falls. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be mucky, and it's not going to be be a very clear path for either party. Last time I couldn't find a path for Labor. This time I'm having trouble finding one for the Libs as well. I'm I'm glad, not just because obviously I loathe our current government with every fibre of my being, but that's just a side passion. The The idea that it's a bit more chaotic and a bit more negotiate, 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 in principle, makes me very happy. In principle, but I don't... Have you seen anything in this current? Okay, say say people go with all right. We're going to give, um, we'll give it to the coalition because it's a continuation of yep. the party that's in, yep. and and you know get get where that comes from. Have you seen them being big negotiators on things? Maybe things like ICAC. <laughs> Do you want to go there now? <laughs> yeah, let's go there now. Where where am I? Oh, there we go. Look, I, I happen to have a couple of notes on this. So we know that Scotty. Pledged in 2018 before the election that he would uh, legislate a federal integrity body. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know they didn't. And he wasn't talking about Corey Bernardi when he was talking about bodies, but he was thinking it. He is an integrity body, though, isn't yes. he? Just ask him, he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was asked about this just recently, you know, are you going to make establishing a commission a priority if you win? And he said, my priority is jobs, 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 jobs. Literally. I know. Jobs, 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 jobs. Yep. Um, but he did confirm he would only do it if the new parliament in the new parliament, if Labor agreed to pass the coalition's current proposal with no amendments. Yeah, but that's pants, isn't it? It's absolute pants. It's got or it's it's toothless, it's pointless. And and if I remember correctly, I just I growled out some old notes. Under the proposal, Commonwealth Integrity Commission would be established, but it would hold no public hearings <laughs> and only investigate potential criminal offences. So integrity and the law are the same thing, according to these fuckwits. But it, these people not. can't even stick to ministerial... Codes of conduct, yeah. practice, thingies. standard thingies. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's basically either avoids a question or says, "Oh, yeah, you know, we'll totally do it as long as it's exactly one we said already." Yeah. So, thanks, mate. Good on you. This is where he got. Was it Haynes and a few others? Helen Haynes. Helen Haynes got the shits. Oh yeah, she said it's absolute bollocks. Yeah. And she, thing. she yeah. went. And who was it? Was she the one who crossed the floor? No, who crossed the floor? No, Some, Bridget. Um, Bridget. Archer? That's it, Archer. Archer. Yeah, um, Who yeah. is in Bass, mm. which is the most marginal seat. No, 
second most marginal seat in Australia, um, top of Tassie, around Launceston. And guess where everybody's been this week? Uh, Day four. Norway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Albo's been there. Uh, Morrison's been there. ScoMo's been there and his what is it, a delegation of his security team had oh, a yeah. shitty car crash. Which is terrible and we don't want that to happen. Not That's, to them. Not to them. I'm no. not going to lie. When I heard he wasn't in one of the cars or the oh, car. Oh, don't be awful. I was disappointed. Okay. I don't care if he gets hurt. I don't. Oh, that's I don't. nasty. Yeah, I, I think he's nasty. I think he's more dangerous to the world than me not liking yeah, him. Yeah, I get what you're saying. He's actively dangerous to the world. His, his security detail, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. You don't deserve that. You're just doing your jobs. Like was two AFP and two uh, Tasmanian cops. Yeah. No one died. Last I Thank read, God. they just got injured. It sounded like a pretty ugly sort of roll like over. a yucky um, car crash. But yeah, it wasn't great. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't wish them any harm at all. I get their people doing their jobs and you've got to serve, you know, protect the people you protect. Yeah. But, um, and look, honestly, I'm waiting to see how Captain Shitface politicises this into, you know, something good well, for him. Well, look, we're going into Good Friday, okay, so we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, or if you like, for those of you who are of this inclination, Maundy Thursday. I found out tonight. Monday, Thursday? No, Maundy. So that's the night. What happened to Tuesday and Wednesday? Just skipped it. Um, that That is the night apparently that Jesus went, hey, disciples, I'll wash your feet. Who does that? Ugh, I don't even like washing my own. No, no, That's no, why no, I don't. I don't. That's why I go for pedicures. But anyway, um, tomorrow is Good Friday. Traditionally, and I say traditionally, because last year this happened, and I don't know how many times we've had election campaigns over Easter, because it's a dumb freaking time to do an election. It's excellent. But anyway, um, if that would be a poor choice of days to go out door knocking and do campaigning and things. I wouldn't expect that they would do anything. I don't expect them to do anything on Friday and Sunday. Saturday they'll go for it, and Monday they'll go for it. But other than that, I would think it would be pretty quiet. Well, now I'm really disappointed that Morrison didn't wash any electors you don't know that feet. he didn't no but then he'd be on camera oh he may be yeah him in high vis uh, down at a like a local supermarket <laughs> in launceston washing people's feet well it's it's quite close but then you'd have to let him touch your feet no look will you stop <laughs> like seriously you just don't know when to stop talking I it's don't, terrible i don't it's it's oh, a curse yuck that's just disgusting thinking about it now yeah yeah me too should I we pause am. No, it's okay. I'm just going to go and douse myself in kerosene. Um, so when we talked about Albo not knowing the unemployment rate mm. and things. Okay, so uh, today the unemployment rate came out, was announced. It is still 4%. Mm. So I think... Did, I, you, did you Google that? No, I didn't have to. <laughs> but I, I do think that it's quite interesting that a figure that they made such a big fuss about how it was going to go down to three and it's still four. It's like, well, you know, be careful what you wish for because, you, you know, it may not happen. Also, anything I've seen about that employment rate, it's not something they can take a lot of credit for, particularly in the current environment. Well, there's also underemployment, which is a huge thing in Australia. Don't, we don't count that. No, no, we because don't. Because underemployment has the word employment in it, <laughs> which means, therefore, employment rate. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it something as ridiculous as an hour or two a week and boom, you're... No, you're only, it's, a, it's only an hour. An hour. Yeah, but it has been that for a very long time. Yeah, I'm not blaming this particular party for that. Yeah. But it's it's an outrageous way to define it. It makes no sense. No, I don't understand it either, actually, but... And it's fair to say from what I caught in passing the... um, So, yes, the Liberals have made no promises to raise uh, unemployment benefits, but neither have Labor. 
Oh, no. That Okay, this made me absolutely apoplectic yesterday. Was when, when Morrison, I'm um, sorry, not Morrison, Albanese was saying, no, we're not going to look at raising New Start. And I'm like, mate. What? Like, what? It's mate. 46 bucks a day. Hang mate. on, I wrote it. I actually. Yeah, wrote, it is. Oh, I might have gone up to 48. Uh, oh, no, sorry. I just I was looking for the figures in my um, notes and I found the figure for something else for George Christensen, which we will come to. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, we will come Because we have time. We, yeah, because we can talk forever, Will. There's um, seven hours on the recording card left. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's fuck all. Like yeah, the money is fuck, all. is fuck all. I just cannot comprehend how anyone can pay rent on that. No. I just. Do not understand. And I have had downtimes in my past Mm. and that was a money that was money that we lived on and that. But it was also the rent was a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, rent wasn't eighty percent of your income. No. Or more. It wasn't. And it it was a lot, but it wasn't the whole box and dice. And also there was there there was a higher vacancy rate of rentals. Yeah. As well, which yep. is another thing to take into consideration, and and because the property market's really up at the moment, you get lots of people selling their investment properties because they want to capitalise on it because that's why they bought them because they're investment. So, yep, I've heard of that. That makes sense. Yeah, but every time they do that and they turf someone out of a, a rental property, that person's got to move, and that costs money. Whether yep. you whether you do it in a mate's trailer, whether you do it in a car, whether you take time off work, whether you have to pay reconnection fees, all that kind of shit. It costs a lot of money. Look, if you're listening and you need it, Will's got a trailer, give us a call. Drop, yeah, give us, us, drop a call. us a line, he'll help you out. Yeah. Has he got a tow bar? Yeah. Oh, good. Just okay. not on the car. <laughs> but so the other thing with Albo's, Albo's argument when he was, you know, at least uh, taken to task is maybe, you know, exaggerating a bit, but asked further about this. As I recall... The argument was, oh, we don't need, we're not going to raise it. I'm paraphrasing because we're going to make other things cheaper, like more social housing, blah 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 blah. Fuck Fine. off! No, nope, not enough. Not enough. That's not enough. You could, you should be doing that anyway. So, yes. So you know, making childcare available, social housing, da 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 da. They are not going to help you buy food. No. They um, are not going to pay your electricity bill. Nope. So the Greens say what they? I mean, obviously they're never going to be in charge, but maybe have influence every now and then. They, they want to make it eighty-eight dollars a day. Yeah, it still sounds pretty freaking light it's a on. Fuck side more than forty seven or oh, forty eight. I mean, oh, oh, nearly no, doubling it. Totally changes like, things. Like it does, it does change things. But it's look, the whole thing is that it's still not enough to get people out of that space. No, it's not. And 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 that's what drives me spare. It's that people don't understand that you don't. You've only got one pair of shoes, and those mm. are the shoes that you wear to your interview, mm. and those are the shoes that you wear every day. So if something goes wrong with those shoes, and you've got to get them repaired, you, you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just and not all people in the, the people in this situation aren't immoral or amoral or bad humans. That's no. the problem. The undercurrent is always that vibe. That, that they've something done wrong something terrible. No, they yep. haven't. They're victims of circumstance. Like the place is closed down. They've been made redundant. Whatever. Oh, they lived in a world where they couldn't get they couldn't get through education for multiple reasons multiple beyond their control. Reasons. Oh, because it was too. The idea of going into that much debt was just too. Mentally yep. difficult to jump. Yeah. Yeah, but the idea that 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 underlying moral judgment, I think, still exists even in the in some better meaning members of parliament. Yeah. I, I, but I'm I'm a universal basic income guy. I'm yeah, I'm me a too. huge fan. I've heard people try and argue against it, and no one's convinced me yet. I'm happy to hear the arguments, and I'm sure maybe we will now on Twitter. But I am. Um, I, 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 I say UBI all yeah. the way. No, I just I just just 
think that we will have a better society if people come with personal dignity and yes and we get rid of this freaking what is it the 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 protestant work ethic horseshit turning up and being bored stupid as a way to to show your moral worth is a garbage old school mentality that we don't need anymore you're not more worthy because you've suffered for some money doesn't make you better drives me crazy that's an attitude Mm. anyway that's, I don't believe no, no, in sacrifice, sorry. obviously. So, sorry, I just drifted off there because I was just I was just processing all that. We'll talk about that after. Were you thinking about the foot washing again? No, I wasn't. You are now, though. <laughs> I am again now. But can we talk about, if we're going to talk about large chunks of money, Sure. can we talk about the fact of the Schrodinger, well, sorry, what is it? Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's cat. That, that cat didn't have any money. Yeah, but how does how does that apply to a minister? When is a minister not a minister? Oh, when if you put when Alan Tudge yeah, in a box, touch, yeah. <laughs> if you put Alan Tudge into a box, yep. would he still be a minister or not a minister? <laughs> Whose box? <laughs> Schrodinger's it's, Tudge. It's just terrible. I mean, so on the same day where Albo fucked up a couple of numbers, we had someone who is still legally known as the education minister, even though it was revealed in Senate estimates that he doesn't draw the minister's salary. So it's okay. Well done, champ. Yeah, yeah. That's not actually the point. It also goes to the fact that it just shows the Morrison government's disregard for the actual fundamentals of the Westminster system that we have adopted for this country. And they're going to have to slow down. <laughs> Sorry, but just in the principles of no, no, I don't. What do you mean? They have <laughs> principles total was it principles that I got you, you at? Did Morrison's government principles? I'm like, I'm yeah, sorry, all those words in the same. I'm getting sentence. a tight mismatch error for those <laughs> of you from the olden days. Yeah. So uh, anyway, aside from the fact that he couldn't work out whether he was the minister or the acting minister of education, and mm-hmm. um, his former staffer uh, Rochelle Miller, yep. who has come out and. And said, you know, not only was I in, you know, you know, a consensual relationship that they had, and he was married, and all that, that like whatever, knock whatever, your socks yep. off, that's fine. Yep. But the abuse that she suffered, that uh, the uh, that turned into well, on one occasion at least that she's spoken about, was the the physical abuse. So we now find out that she is getting a five hundred thousand dollar payout from the Department of Finance because. It, if you work for a, a government minister or senator, you're employed by the Department of Finance. You're not, there's not actually a body that employs those people. I did not know that. No, it's true. No. So if you've got a like a staff grievance and, and that sort of payout thing is going to come through the Department of Finance. However, yeah. and, and I have to say part of me goes rightly so because it's such a personal issue. Mm. She's, she's receiving a half mil payout. But on the other hand, that's taxpayers' money, so yeah, it, it's a it's a tricky one. You can't have both. Yeah, you can't have both, and I don't know where I want to land on that. Yeah, I'm not happy with it either. I mean, you've got Morrison saying on the radio, "Look, I know it's taxpayers' money, and these matters are handled by the Department of Finance, and are at arm's length from politicians." He didn't say politics to his credit. I have no visibility on that at all. Yeah. I can't confirm to you a payment has even been made, which is what he said uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but this whole thing of it, is it a private matter or not? If it's a private matter between Tudge and her, and that has been argued, then Tudge should be paying. Yes. If it's a government matter between it, finance and her, then it's public. And therefore we should know. We should know the whole damn lot. Yeah. And I and I think the hard part is that, that because this is how the Liberal Party – and I, 
I assume other parties deal mm. with these issues as well, is they just move them into another minister's office. So mm. did this well, is this payout related to something that happened to her in Michaela Cash's office or is it something that happened when she was in working for Alan Tudge? What's yep. what's the situation? Yeah. Um Whatever, it's still half a million. Like that is a shitload of money for any type of payout. Yeah, look, I've never had a payout that large. <laughs> not, not yet. I'm working on it. Or, or one against you. We don't have to go. Why would you have to bring that up? I told you before we pushed record. <laughs> I know. And look, it, it's not great. It's 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 not good. But the fact that that Morrison was asked about this on the Today Show. <laughs> He was questioned about this on breakfast television on yeah. Channel 9. They're not really his friends anymore. Well, they haven't been for a while. No, think. but it, it is quite... When Koshy has a crack at you, yeah. you know you're not doing well. Well, no, this was um, Carl Stefano. When Carl has a crack at you, well, you know you're not doing Also, that. So, the yeah. same bloke who yeah. did the, 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 you know, mojitos, whatever kind of cocktail they were drinking on the 60 Minutes when he sang April Sun. That was Cuba. Carl, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was Carl. So, you know, it gets asked these questions and it's, and, and it's like, this is cutting through to people. People, mm. you know, you talk a 10,000, 20,000, half a million, soon you're talking about real money mm. to people, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested now that we're talking more than half a million. Otherwise, pfft, Oh, my God. Stop it, wasting my time. Yeah, yeah. No, look, it's just not cool. Again, it's just example number 8,473,601. <laughs> of them behaving in shit-stick ways and having contempt for the fact that what they're controlling is public monies, not not their monies. No. Public monies. And that's also one of the things that happens no matter what government's been in for a while is that they tend to forget that it is public money. Yeah, it's not a they company that you own. No. They tend to forget that they are accountable or yep. all of them do it, okay? Like, let's be clear here. You mm. know, there was there was problems in, in previous Labor... Well, we haven't had a Labor government for very long, but... Um, Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I can't even remember. So no, young. at the and and that is an issue. But it, it is something that should be just stuck, um, on on the mirror. Everyone's mirror. Yep. Everyone's mirror. It's not your fucking money. That should be the screensaver on every politician's it computer. It should be. It's not your money. It's you not. are not the government. You represent the government of the day. You are not the government. The government does not own the money. Yeah. Stop it, you shits. No, it, it just, yeah, it doesn't it, make me happy. It, no. I what other things don't make you happy? Well, no, I am happy about George Christensen. I think it's excellent. Good. <laughs> Speaking of money. Yeah, I think it's great. Holy it's great. shit. Go. Do you want me to leave? No, no. Just <laughs> Sorry, I mean, just, just so, lead on, McDuff. So having, I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast is already therefore aware that he is now going to run for One Nation as a Senate candidate. Yeah, number three on the Queensland. Number three, I know, I know. And like, I mean, it's excellent. But as I was having a rummage around, what what I had to be reminded of, 2019 election, Christensen's, the swing towards him. Yeah, huge. 11.3% for that clown. I know. That clown. So North Queensland, Dawson, what, what, what's going on, yeah, guys? Yeah, okay. So, but, the, okay, let's go back. So he, he said he wasn't going to run. He's going to retire. He's had enough of it. He's had enough. To be with his, one of his families. I don't know which one. And he's going to, so he's not going to run. That's, no. That, that's okay. And then he decides to run. Yep. Now, if you've had a swing like that towards you in why, Dawson. Why, why aren't you running? Why aren't you running as an independent or why aren't you running as a One Nation candidate in Dawson. And why aren't you first on the Because ticket? number one, you might win. Well, he can't be per- first on the Senate ticket because Pauline's oh. up for re-election. Oh, does she want to win? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, so, okay. And uh, they um, 
so yeah, the 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 clear suspicion is basically there's no way in fuck he can win. But what does he get? Three extra months salary six. if he six six months. There you go. That's worse than three. Uh, or better. Hang on. It's no, a, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm it's, I'm, I'm it's, more likely to have gotten it wrong. It's just over a hundred and five thousand dollars. Yeah, if he goes for election and loses. Yeah, because so it's a resettlement might. allowance. So if you lose at an election instead of retiring, you yeah. get that. So it's worth his while to run and lose. It's more worth his while to run and lose. But also because he's because they think he'll get a popularity vote, I think he'll get – there's also that thing of, of, oh, I don't know, maybe they only do it on expenses now. But in the Senate, you, like, you, you get like $1.25 for every – used to be $2.16 about three years ago – for every vote you get mm. over a certain number, um, the parties get a payout for – whether you win or lose. You yeah, get, you get that. So that's how basically Pauline Hanson's been making her money all these years is because she just manages to get over just enough. And it and you get yeah. bucks for votes. Yeah, it's but fantastic. also, you know, Pauline did remind us that it's the 25th anniversary of Pauline Hanson's One Nation. Is that all? Yeah, well, it feels longer. Yeah. But 20, 25th, and they are actually running a candidate in every lower house seat, yeah, which, which is, is the first time they've done yeah, it. Yeah, that's impressive. Impressive in, and scary all at once. Yeah. And and I was overseas in 90, uh, hang on, which year did the Crows win the first flag? They won the first flag. the Crows flag netball in, team? No, shush, I'm thinking. So I was overseas in 96 and. Oh, that was when the Crows won. <laughs> shut up. No, no, it's ninety eight. Sorry, because the Crows won the first flag in ninety seven. Split the difference, ninety seven, and then the second one in ninety eight. And I was overseas in ninety eight, and she was running, and mm. it was when she there was massive publicity, international publicity, about the fact we had this m- massive racist running mm. and likely to get elected. Well, to be fair, stupid racist. Yep. And and I got bailed up. I got bailed up in a pub one night in Canada. <laughs> It was in Montreal, having a lovely time, and um, uh, yeah, got bailed up by the fact that because I because they heard my voice and it was like you're an Australian, you're a racist, and da, da, da. I'm like, thank you, yes, thank you, thank hello, you yes. yes. Do you know who came to my rescue? This lovely white South African man. <laughs> that's um, that's a mixed blessing. It was a mixed blessing. He was a very very nice person. Um, but but just you know, he was hot, wasn't he? Tell the truth. He was hot. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the way your eyes misted <laughs> over. But anyway, um, it, yeah, it was it was just so such big publicity back in those days, and you go, wow. All I remember of that was she was on a. I think I think it was Ray Martin was on sixty minutes still. Mm. I think it was Ray Martin. He was taking her through an Aboriginal community. Oh my god! And trying to kind of point stuff out to her. And at one point, all I remember it stuck in my head. This is why I thought she'd been around for longer because I feel like I was a child, but clearly I wasn't. It was only 25 years. She said, I mean, look at this mess. They claim to have an infinity with the land, but look at that. Look how they treat it. They, they, they rubbish and pollute everywhere. And I just thought, infinity for the land. Why the fuck would anyone vote for someone who has trouble with basic English? Yeah, but that's the whole... I know. I'm an idiot too. You want me representing you vote for me. I get it. I get it. It's but, a, but it, I don't it, like it's, it. It's not about being an idiot. It's, it's just about not being held back. By being an idiot. Good point, yeah. It's not because you have to be, it's just because it doesn't no, matter if you it are. Just yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. It's, it's, yeah, I, oh, God, man. I had a, I had a situation, speaking of being embarrassed, so when uh, we just had the uh, referendum to keep the Queen. Oh, yeah, that's also embarrassing. So I was in Edinburgh. <laughs> I climbed into a cab and we, we 
I was trying to talk to this cab driver and he just could not understand. I was there with, uh, with an Australian Australian woman who was with me. We're like, we'd like to go to the Dean Gallery. She goes, we'd like to go to the Dean Gallery? And he goes, eat. And she goes, the Dean Gallery. And he goes, what? And I said, we want to go to the Dean. And I just channeled Billy Connolly and he goes, ah, oh, don't mate, no worries. And he goes, where are you from? I said, Australia. And he goes, ah, you're the ones who voted for the Queen. <laughs> I said, look, some of us did. And he goes, ah, oh, wait, you're Prime Minister. He's uh, Mr. Magoo. John Howard. <laughs> John Howard. <laughs> and I thought, fuck me, Ember cab driver. Thank, thanks, man. I just couldn't believe that that's what was going on. Everyday cabbie in Edinburgh. It, it never hurts to look at your own country through another lens. I mean, that, I, I agree. I think every now and then I drop onto the BBC news and watch stuff because I think we have to see how we're being mm. um, represented overseas and what we what we what we are prepared to stand up for. And and that's not a lot. It would not a, no, no, we're, we're, we're being really nicely represented overseas right now. So speaking of being overseas. And doing things. Solomon mm. Islands. I had a feeling you were going to go there. Did you? Yeah. It was in your waters? I just thought, oh, overseas. The Solomons is overseas. It's in the Pacific. I've been there. I've been to Honiara. Have you really? I have. I've been to Honiara for work years well, ago. What's it like? Um, Look, it's not in great shape. Mm-hmm. It's really, no, no. I've been to a number of Pacific Islands because I used to do stuff with UNESCO. And so climbing now the Pacific is very interesting. Some of it's wonderful, but Honiara was um, it was only a few years after they had major riots. Oh hell! So the Ramsey forces, oh, the Australian yeah, yeah. forces, there were, there were dudes walking around in full military garb. Bits of the capital are pristine, and bits of it, like there's big hotels and stuff coming in from the airport, still burnt out years later, just totally destroyed. Just walk away. Lots of lots of younger men standing around with nothing to do, and they look a little scary. That's not good. But they got nothing to do. They're bored shitless, etc. Anyway, so that's an environment which we've chosen to recently ignore more than ever. Yeah, and also we've also chosen to send our Minister for the Pacific, which I didn't know we had one, but mm-hmm. continue. Oh, yes, we have. So, yes, yeah, so first up, of course, I think we've mentioned this last week or week before. So China have done what China do, and we all would do if we were paying more attention. They, China and Japan, as well as Australia, like to dive around the Pacific and do soft diplomacy and offer government buildings and yeah, universities Yeah, but basically they're playing risk, but with more islands. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And so China went and said, hey, let's do a security agreement with you guys in the Solomon Islands. And Solomon said, shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. Because Australia, who's supposed to be looking after us, being useless. Yeah. Did you nearly swear then? I did. That's my job. Synonymous, Josh. (laughs) So, yeah, they've signed a deal with China. I think they've signed it now and they've said, we agree. Australia's gotten all sad. So they've sent our top man. Zed Zazelja. Yeah, Zed Senator from the ACT. Our top man. Down south over. even, over the bridge, not even up near the bunker. No, he's, um. well, I've got to say I'm very happy about Zed because I do not like anything about him at all, and I mean anything. Oh, his hair's pretty good. Well, he's got hair. Yeah, so that's pretty good, and it's not very grey. But, of course, he uh, is in a position to be ousted by David Pocock. Well, it's a, it, yes. And David Pocock, you wouldn't know this because you only listen to Australian sports. No, I understand he is a rugby player. He's a rugby player, a great, a freaking fantastic rugby player, a very nice guy, extremely socially conscious. So I'm going to say union, not oh, league. Yeah, yeah, union, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero sexual assault, even allegations, better yet, charges, so definitely not And all league. dogs are safe. Yeah, all dogs, all, all things are safe. Not, not even any bubbling. So he's up and I, I drive around, I'm, I'm in that electorate and I watch all the posters with Pocock, then Cecilia. I think this is fantastic. However, to be fair, I think Pocock could be great. I, I'm on record right now. I'm voting for the guy. I think he'll be very good. The Greens have a very strong candidate too. I know, but I just 
he played rugby. I know, I know, I know where you're going. No, no, he's he's a good. But guy. I'm just going to say the Greens have got an they exceptionally do. good candidate. They do. And as no, well. Uh, well, whatever, no, whatever way you want to look at it, mm. Zed Zelja is in trouble. I think he he is in trouble. I think he's in this election. He's floundering. Also, we have sent him to the Solomons to negotiate on Australia's behalf against China. all the gold that China's offering. Should be fine. It, but do you think? Okay, you know how you were talking before about Warringah and that the, 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 there's some sort of strategy going on that yeah. they've just gone. You know, Fuck the it. best place for Zed to campaign is Honiara. <laughs> yeah, send, send Zed, send him to the Solomons. Where's that? We don't know. We don't either. know either. <laughs> we don't know. It's not on the wrist board. Yep. We've got no fucking idea. Yep. Off you go. Off your off your pop, champ. It wouldn't just surprise stay me. Stay out of the way because he is one of he is the person that if you were door knocking, you'd go. I am going to follow you door knocking. Like wherever you yeah, door yeah. knock, I will go after because I am going to look so good. Yes. Yeah. Look, he is the guy. You can imagine whenever he walks into the room, what he's described as an outer cabinet member. Uh he yeah he is an outer minister. Outer minister. Yeah. Whenever he walks in the room, you know people go yeah hi Zed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, oh, you did dead. very well, champ. Good for you, mate. Yes, I know you were very senior in ACT politics. I have to laugh, though. Like, I've got to do a self-laugh because David Pocock, honestly, the area I live in and he's representing or will be representing, couldn't be more upper middle class, highly educated, socially conscious, you know, very Yeah, rugby. but you're talking about the whole of ACT because he's, particularly he's this, going for a senator, Senate position. So the ads are everywhere, darling. I know, but he's mine. He's yours. You really have. You're really quite associated. He asked for chairs from me at a cafe near my house, and he was very. He called me sir. He's got my vote. Yeah. Zed's never called me sir. No. Well, you you haven't called him. (laughs) To be fair. And I I don't think I would, unless it was in "How dare you, sir?" and then accuse him of touching my bottom. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things going on at the moment. There's a there's a few interesting seats. I think it's. Also very – one of the things I would like, just like to raise at the moment is if you're not sure, I don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you do know who you're going to vote for. But if you're not sure, there are a number of very helpful ah. websites, apps, etc. that are available to help you work things out. So um, I'm going to say The Guardian has got a very interesting – lots of interesting interactive sites of like where the pork barrelling is happening, where the promises are happening, mm. and you can see how that overlays with electorates, etc. Um, Anthony Green, fabulous site. You forgot to cross yourself when you I said did. that? <laughs> um, he, he has – you know, the breakdowns of the electorates, all this kind of stuff. The other thing that you can also look at is the ABC Vote Compass, mm. which I have done for the last three elections, I reckon, and have argued with myself over my own result. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, are oh, you kidding me? Really? Am I that far? Anyway, um, but some other people also get upset about it, apparently. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. I did it today because I'm curious. I'd say I'm, you know, compass curious. Yep. And I came out ex- exactly you, where I'd expect. Yeah, you came you out. You I'm very top left of the graph. You're top left of the graph and I'm slightly more left but on the same level. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, no surprise, no surprise because I can afford to have a social conscience. Well, there is that. But um, what I like is apparently there are people who get progressively uh, this year and, and in, par- in the past have gotten very angry with the vote compass because they think they're being manipulated. And or misrepresented. (laughs) 
So you get the classic sort of thing like, you know, how dare you tell me I should vote green, which it doesn't. doesn't tell you what to it do. It doesn't tell you what to do. It just says who you line yeah, up who, to more. Who you line up more. Yeah. So how dare you tell me that? And then, because I'm a Labor voter. Okay, fine. But then if you yeah, are, you are why champ, bother finding why, yeah. out, then why, why look at it at all? So I, I think it's amazing that people get indignant and about I, this. I have to say that I am one of those people because I'm like, really? I'm so closer to the Greens, but they shit me. How can I be so upset about it? But self-loathing is healthy. <sighs> look. It makes you a better human. I know. But I do think it's close to people like, like yeah, we have a laugh with it, as you say, you have a fight with yourself, but there are people who actually, you know, dial in and complain. But so, why would you do that? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, you just, the thing I found interesting is, and I think the only reason I'm slightly more to the left than you is because I'm far more emphatic about my answers now than I used to be. I used, because yeah. they give you the option of, kind of neutral somewhat and strongly and I've kind of gone strongly on all the answers <laughs> whereas I would imagine you've gone a little bit more nuanced which is what I would have not a lot not but a, yeah, a couple a couple were a bit more nuanced yeah and but I, that's because I'm supposed to because I'm I'm trying to be a better person oh god aren't we all well look I, I'm no at we're an, not I'm, I'm at an age and and of a uh, demographic where I'm supposed to be becoming more and more conservative and reactionary yeah, that's I went through that mm. and it didn't work. No, no, well that's what I'm supposed to do too and it's not quite sticking either. But I just, just stop being mad at something that reflects what you said Look, at, you've you actually know. said something and so look at it and go, well what does that yeah. mean? And and also like Jesus, we li- we live in the ACT. Everyone votes labor except for the few people that vote for Z. And, mm-hmm. and 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 that is because it's the Senate and it's on proportional representation and all that kind of stuff. So of course it's going to throw up conservative if they're there. It's definitely going to throw up. It's definitely going to throw up. Um, so does it really matter what we vote? Well, I think it might. And and I was thinking, yeah, that matters. I, I do think it matters. I do. I do. I just want to. I just want to let you know, Siege, right now that yep. we are in no will territory now. <gasps> He, has he stopped listening? We're at one hour and one. Are you still Are you still with us? One hour and one minute. So for those of you who are waiting for the three-hour episode, we're not there yet, but we're not God there yet. damn it. But also we're going to have to pause because, you know, I am my bladder is timed to a one-hour episode. So. No, we'll just I just want to talk about – okay, what you else do I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Um, we've talked about George Christensen and things. Um, mm. Was there anything about – I'm just going from the notes you gave me earlier, damaged oh. goods. Oh, Yes. So that was a uh, another Morrison business. Sorry, Signor Scotti. So a journalist says to him, um, I, I don't know which journalist, sorry. I just, there's only, I'm only one man. There's only so much it's I can okay. record. I'm not apologising to you. I know you understand that. People I at do. home, people at home, very abusive. You don't know what it's like to be a middle-aged, heterosexual, well-educated white male. It's difficult. In the ACT. In the ACT. Oh, my God. With a steady job. Journalist says, uh, you talk consistently about how Australians know you. They don't appear to like you, which... Yes. <laughs> Correct. At the last campaign, you campaigned on your own. Today, you have campaigned here with Maurice Payne and oh, Josh Frydenberg. Yep. Is it a sign your popularity is on the nose? Are you damaged goods across Australia? Morrison's response, the election is not a popularity test. Okay, two things. Number one, you've turned it into that. And yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. Um, but that's that's lucky for him because you know he's pretty blisteringly unlikable. But then he goes on. He continues because why stop there? When you go to the <laughs> dentist, when you go to the dentist, it doesn't matter whether you like him or her. Well done, Scott. Well done. You want to know that they're good at their job, he said, and he, he called that a mic drop. But basically, that's two strikes as far as I'm concerned against him because we know whether you're good at your job, mate. Yeah, so you're not. If it's not a popularity contest, which it is, then not great. And whether you're good at your job or not, you're not. 
Yeah, but he and, – and this is the whole thing. It's just what's not cutting through for Labor at the moment is that he is not good at his job. Just they say are that. not yeah. – they are not – okay, so Albo tried the other day to say, yes, I stuffed up and made mistakes on those figures, but nobody got hurt by that, whereas mm. Scott Morrison didn't order enough vaccines. <laughs> now – When he put it like that. And it just kind of went on and on. And, yeah. and it's kind of like stop – trying to explain stuff to people because Morrison's yeah. actually got the gig. He under like he actually understands that if you just say the same thing over and over, I don't think this is right. I'm not I'm not saying it's right. No. It's not how I want things. But mm. he goes over and over. So journalists know they're not going to get anything else. They don't they stop asking the questions. Yep. Whereas Labor try to earnestly explain their policies. Like the other day Morris, um Albanese was going one, yeah. on about um, the difference between the Labor platform and the Labor raft of policies they take to an election. And everyone's tuned out. And everyone's tuned out. Exactly. Because it's like the platform's aspirational, but the policies are what we've had costed and da-da-da-da. And it's like Penny Wong was saying um, about New Start, not raising New Start. Um, it's because we're going to cost all of our policies and we have to – we can only spend what we can afford to spend. And it's like, well – yeah, that might be true, but Jesus, like, that's a no-brainer. Stop Stop. It. Just stop, it. stop talking. Stop overthinking. And Look, you and I both and anyone who's like us appreciates the idea that people would like it to be the case. That you would. describe what it is. You actually have a debate about the detail and, and you address questions. Yeah. You answer questions. But we've got to be realistic like you were hinting at. Like, we have to say, I don't like it, but I know what works and what doesn't. This is why Tony Abbott... Because people don't pay attention like... They don't fucking care. ...you and I do. No. And like the people who listen to this podcast no. do. The other day I talked to someone 48 hours after the election had been called. I, I was talking to a friend and they had no idea the election had been called. It had not touched their lives. Yep. And that's what we've got to remember. Yep. And they tune in at some point... I remember a statistic from a long time ago, and I doubt whether it's changed very much, but it's like 15% of people make up their mind standing in the voting booth. I'd, I'd surprise if it's as low as 15. Yeah, well, that was a long time ago, and I wouldn't be surprised if that had actually... This is why the cut-through is. Do I tell and you how much I love Australia? I love oh, I love Australia. God, I, love it. I, want, Australia. I just want to touch it. I want to hug it. I want to hold it. I, I want to do weird things to it. But in the meantime, if you, if you think you're not going to win, the things you do are stack the administrative... Appeals Tribunal. Yeah. So there were extensions given for terms that still had two years to run on them. Okay. So this oh, is. Oh, two years. Two years. Like it, they were quite large. So, like someone who was elected in, um, no, appointed in July 2015, um, she's an ex uh, Liberal senator for Victoria. She was in, in the 90s, um, Karen Sinons. Oh, um, we all remember her. She yeah. was the one who wore those shoes. Whatever. Yeah. But, uh, and hers. Uh, term was due to expire in December 2023, mm. has been extended to May 27. 20, or not 2104? 27. Cool. And that's on a salary of approximately $500,000 a year. That's not a salary. Well, she's deputy president of it. Okay. But it's still not a salary, I don't think. No, 500 is more than that. It is. Um, we've do also they, got. Do they have to do a lot of work? Is there a lot to I do? I don't know. Like, I'm, I really need to look at this. But, I mean, how many hours a day would you have to work for $500,000 a year? Me? Two. 
I'd be prepared to go to two and a half though, because that's just reasonable. So there's like, and there's also an ex um, Vic State Liberal. There's also an ex Liberal advisor. They're only on about just under four hundred k a year. There's also a couple of ex um, SA. Um, there's one SA senator, ALP one, and she's been extended by five years. <laughs> she still had twenty one months to run, and you go, okay, so. So it's twenty one five years on top of the twenty one months. Yeah. Jesus Christ, on the four to five hundred mm. kind of vicinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Noise, hey. But you look at the downside. You have to be involved in matters political. Well, there is that. But these are people who are already in the political world, so Blah. therefore that's going to happen. Um, yeah. It's why I won't let you run. It wouldn't be good for you. <laughs> it wouldn't be good for me. No, it wouldn't. It'd be terrible for you. I know. So can we talk about a couple of weirdo things that have happened? Yes. Just before we wrap up. Oh, we, we have a lot of time. Well, we do, but my bladder doesn't. Um, well, so, if you just leave, I'll sing a song. So, can we pause? Like, no, actually, if we pause, I can keep going. If we do, I, I could pause badly, though. I could get it wrong. Yeah, that's true. No, let's we just may go, never get go, back on again. Go as far as your bladder can handle it. Okay. So, uh, there was a bit of an episode yesterday Uh-oh. when there was someone who posted a clip on TikTok. Tick, tip top. Sorry, TikTok. TikTok's better. Of. Um, how he he had crashed some media drinks that the PM was hosting. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And went bunter about the bushfires <laughs> in in the Blue Mountains, and 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 rightly so. Mm. But it was also just passed off as oh, he has encouraged people to join the Labor Party on his Facebook page okay. and things like that. So okay. So oh, therefore he's an evil. Therefore activist, he's though. an evil apparatchik was the word that Scott Morrison used. So. Yeah. That happened, and you just go, okay. Everyone seems to have overlooked the fact that there were drinks that were paid for for the media who were covering all these stories. Yeah. Now I understand the idea that you have to get your stories, and you have, to, and and it used to be that people would go to the pub and pick up yarns, yarn, pick up yarns. Yarn. They used to say, um. But I think it's the world's more sophisticated these days and I Is find it? that hard to believe now. I hope you're right, but I don't know if you are. I don't think I am. No. I think that's one thing that I'm well, definitely not right about. Before you burst, I would like to just pay a little hat I am going to burst. Okay, so the Anne Rustin rumour that I'm quite enjoying. So oh, yeah. What's current that? Minister for Family and Social Services. And she's proven in that role to be an amoral, silicon-based life form. And, and so... The idea that she would potentially step up to become the next health minister, I think, is absolutely perfect. Because <gasps> if you, you've proven what a shit stick you are in the role of social services and families, oh my god! Imagine so Greg the Hunt, wonders. Greg Hunt, who is the current health minister, is Not retiring. Right. Yep, he's retiring. And and also just to add a little bit of Anne uh, Anne Rustin, so she was on Q and A last week, and she showed she's really good with racism in in the historical context for Australia. Because she said, "I'm sorry." Sorry that you think the w- that way about racism in Australia's history because I don't believe we have a history of racism. Oh, my God. So she's pretty switched on. She's got a finger on the pulse. Our but entire history is based on racism. Ju- but look, just all of it, though. Just all just of it. Just all of it. But she doesn't think that. Oh, my God. Which is why I think she's going to make a great health minister. Sorry, ministress. Ministress, yeah. Um, yeah, she also said that the ALP had presided over higher unemployment rates than the coalition, which has proven to be false. She's one of the spokespeople. You in effect. She's one of the spokespeople for the election. So whether you've noticed it or not, 
dear listener. Um, there are people who kind of get appointed to do this stuff, usually because they're in safe seats or not, their seats aren't up for grabs. So like Anne Ruston's not – her Senate seat isn't up yet. Yeah. So she, she can spend time doing that. Uh, for the ALP, you've got Jason Clare, who's in Sydney, safe seat, uh, and in the ACT, Katie Gallagher. But she's obviously feeling pretty safe, so she's all right. And then you've got Jane Hume and Anne Ruston and mm. Simon Birmingham in the oh, uh, for South Australia, um, being the spokespeople for the government. So that's why you see those people come out all the time because they actually are designated to do it because their seats are okay. Bulletproof. So there you go. Um, there's there has been a smattering. There's a, look. There's a few things I would like to touch on because we do have the time. <laughs> as long as you do, I'm fine. No, no, no. I'm cool. Um, I should have gone when you went, but anyway. Um, that would have been difficult logistically. Logistically, it would have been difficult with one bathroom. So the bunker only has one bathroom. This is. It's not really a bath. It's more a hole in the floor, but it's a very clean hole. It's a very clean hole in the floor, but it's there's a sort of a vacuum system that sucks it up to the surface. It is, and then sprays. And we actually don't know where it comes goes out at the end, but we're hoping it goes all the way through to Yarralumla. At least we don't. We we don't need to know. No. Um. So the Roy Morgan poll this week said Mm. there was more support for the minor parties, which I would have to agree with. Mm. And last time the coalition went up four points during the campaign. Four. That, Which that, brings them within, um, you know, a bee's dick of... Of the cat's pyjamas, yeah, of the whiskers of the... Yeah, of yeah, the, the, the quarter king caractacus. Exactly. So, okay, well, that's so a whisper. It is. So that that's quite interesting. Also, we had Barnaby in the Northern Territory announcing 1.5... <sighs> bi- are you okay? No. <laughs> $1.5 billion Darwin Port and Gas Hub for gas processing and high-value... <laughs> value mineral processing. Well, that's when he's not announcing uh, 11 dams at a time because apparently, what is it? Dams equals economics equals we beat China. We beat China. Yep. It's which good is, to know that. It is. Large that, bodies of water is our ticket to To beating China, which the, is what he said today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. H- however, he did say, you know, someone said, hang on a minute, where's that $1.5 billion coming from? And he's goes, but it's been legislated. And it's there in the budget. Go. There you go. No. And no. <laughs> oh, so except for those two points. Yeah, except for those two points. Right. So there's a heap of stuff going on. And then let, let's not forget that um, the, the ironically named Land Bridge Company, which is actually a Chinese company, uh-huh. um, has the 99-year uh, lease on the port of Darwin yeah. that was granted in 2015. Yeah. So like, I don't know why we're worried about Pissing people off to the Solomons to sort shit out. We couldn't even do it when it was in our own backyard. But we won't need it. The Land Bridge Company, I assume, is going to build... uh, Just a Land Bridge. bridge Like, literally, they've actually said what they're going to do. Beijing to Brisbane. (laughs) When someone tells you what they're going to do, believe them. Yes, yes, exactly. We've learnt this from a number of politicians in this country and others. Yeah, so the places... uh, The other thing I'd like to touch on is where people have gone so far in the election. So Mm. uh, we've had people sitting in... uh, Going to the seat of Bass... We've also had people uh, going to the um, Father Bob Maguire's foundation. Albo went there in the seat of Melbourne. Even though that is a Greens held seat, it's like Father Bob carries some some sway. Some sway there. To hand well, he retweets everything that is tweeted at him. Well, maybe yeah. No, literally everything. <laughs> Does he really? It's freaking adorable. 
I've seen some things he's retweeted. I'm like, dude, why'd you do that? Then you realise if it's like, if it's you tweeted just, him, he just, he, does just, it. he just does it. It's okay. adorable. Morrison's also been in Lindsay, the western um, western side of Sydney, and that's interesting that he's gone there a couple of times, even mm. in the only four days that we've had, because I would have, I actually thought that was okay for for them, but maybe they think maybe otherwise. just need to feel a little bit supported, yeah, just to get warmed up. Yeah, so there's a there is a lot. Anyway, looking at the bedding. Um, oh, good. Oh, we're at that. I forgot we're at that stage now. Yeah, hung parliament. No, no hung parliament, a dollar seventy. Yeah. Yes, hung parliament two oh five. How much for a well hung parliament? You're welcome. <laughs> so that's not much. So what was it? A dollar seventy and dollar seventy two oh five. So I'm going that it's too early for that to sort itself out. It's wildly too early. It's wildly too early. Honestly, I think nothing's gonna be even vaguely clear until a week before and even then. Even then. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be a nice ride. There's I mean, going to be. I mean, horrible. Just before you start hitting the banjo button, I'm ready when you are. I know. Just let me find. I've just I'm got ready to, to wait. I've got some seats. I'm here. not in a hurry, Siege. I know, but I am. I'm starting to get Will's anxieties. Um, not me. I'm. I'm listening. I can hear him grinding his teeth. Right I know. Now. It's so good. He's listening to this in three parts. He's. But he's also got us on double speed. <laughs> oh, we're being chipmunked right now. <laughs> we are so being chipmunked. I sound hilarious at double speed. Carry on. Um. Seats to watch out for. I would like people to keep an eye out for um, Lily in Queensland. It's the ex Wayne Swan seat. Annika yeah. Wells has it at the moment, but it's on point six for ALP. Ooh. Ooh. Dunkley. Okay. Now, the reason I want you to look at Dunkley yeah. is because it's 2.7 for ALP, okay? Mm. But the lib candidate is Sean Coombs, who was an, a contestant on Survivor. Oh, really? <laughs> I know. Which episode? Episode 217? Sure. I mean, sorry, sure. season 217? So uh, also, Lions in Tasmania. The last election, the Libs had to disendorse their candidate and the ALP got it by 5.2, so I expect that to dip. Yeah. Uh, Lingiari, very interesting. Warren Snowden's retiring. Um, have a look because the ALP ex-Deputy Chief Minister um, Marion Scrimgore is running against the ex-Liberal um, mayor of Alice Springs. So there's some oh, things. Look, I knew that. Yeah, but it's I mean, also, it, it, I just find it really interesting. Like you, you really, this is an election which is seat by seat. Mm. Frustratingly so. You, no, can't, you love it. You love it. You can't apply just a general swing on it. Also, yeah, I can't remember if I said it or not, but I reckon Hughes will go to Craig Kelly and One Nation. That's yeah. it. I have to go we. You've had enough. Yeah. You reckon you've had enough? Oh, that's the wrong that's one. That's the wrong thing. I played the right <laughs> button. So you've been listening to Australia's most buttery and luxurious political podcast. It's slightly wee-wee-ish. <laughs> it's been very weird without William, but I think in some ways, you know, we've all become better people. I don't know. You've got to know us better. Don't you feel like a better person? Yeah, kind of. We miss you a little bit, buddy. We a do. Bit. We do, little Willie. But it's, you can't call him. <laughs> you go. Run to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. Run to the bathroom. <laughs>